0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Out Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host. And we're live on a Saturday, ready to do feedback. Feedback is when we talk about the things that you had to say and interacted with us throughout the week, whether it was emails, voicemails, all the things are in the show notes. That's how you leave the feedback and that's how you get your shout outs. And that's how we do this show right here. The official weapon of the show is Hazel an unofficial sport football a Bullet Ball Extreme, 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 Extreme. Uh, there's a myriad of ways to uh, support the show. We're right now having a sale, Coronavirus Quarantine Sale Part 4. Um, coronavirus. Where I'm seeing new people signing up to get that new deal so that you can, you know, basically paying $8 a month to get behind a paywall. Um, I'm seeing people, um, you know, uh, renewing their subscription for last year. But there's also people who just flat out choose to give us money you know like people that go to our website they look on the right hand side if you're on a phone you have to turn it sideways but they look on the right hand side and they're like hey I would like to give you some money. And hey, we give them a shout-out.
0: May I have had attention. If you are now listening to Charlottesville, Bob, and Karen. You welcome the good folks who tied to the Black Diamond
1: Tips. Today's a new day. New dough. Let's go. <laughs> Allison H., recurring donator. Debra O., Stefan H., Mary H. The H's is coming through right now. Come on, Michael F. Jeff M. Corey B. Jonathan H. Brian B. Nicole F. J. Full. That's now the F's coming through. Mako H. The H's is back. Marvin B. There go another B. Michael W. Early days of photography. Asia D. Chriselle B. Annie P. Annie. Are oh you yeah, okay? Michael S uh tom w jr and lastly dana r thank you everybody thank you. who gave us the money that jingles and the money that falls we appreciate you all right all right let's get into the people who left us five star reviews we got one new five star review yay says funny awkward cc says more episodes on edibles please laughing smiling emoji five stars thank you uh i'll see what i can do okay i got some new edibles in and uh oh man they are strong uh let's (laughs) let's get into the actual shows on the episodes we talked about uh 26.99 flight or fight is the title of this episode is a feedback episode which means it's just like today's episode we were talking about what you had to say mm-hmm. Busola says Busola says, hey Rod and Karen another lovely show as always my favorite part of the chicken is the chicken neck and thighs they are really delicious that's because the poll was favorite piece of chicken to eat so that's what happened um in somewhat unrelated news I came across this article about Jaman Hansu, who gave an interview regarding his experience in Hollywood of being frequently overlooked please see the link below in case you want to check it out wishing you both a lovely week more grease to, foot to your elbows cheers Busola yeah um I did read this about Jaman and how he says he's struggling to make money it, he said I'm, I'm still struggling to try to make a dollar um Uh, i didn't like see the actual interview i read some of the excerpts um and of course he's right right we live in a colorist racist uh you know xenophobic world most of the movies are made in hollywood a man uh if he was a white man he would have been probably been a bigger star.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He is a man that is notoriously ro- known for taking bit roles. Our joke on this running joke on the show is Javon p- plays characters with no last name, mm-hmm. and on the the funny, you know, it's funny just on his face if you go look at his IMDb. How few of his characters have last names, and you know, the I've flipped the joke on his head to say like, oh, if you're auditioning for this part. And it ain't got no last name. And Johnman walk in, you just gotta get up and leave. He got the role. That's that's like the funny way to look at it. That's a joke. But the truth of the matter is, it means that so little thought has been put into the backstory of his characters. They don't have last names, right? It means that he's often caught playing roles that are so secondary to the main character that he doesn't even have true motivations and a true life outside of that. He's done the best he can with those roles but jamin hansu is a leading man in any other you know if he's if people see him as the talent that he is as the uh, attractive lead as he is (laughs) I think he's a leading man type of type of guy that that's that's getting different types of roles and different type of parts when he's in black movies he's not treated this way Mm -mm. you know he's when this when he's in beauty shop he's the fucking romantic lead you know uh like the love interest but Mm -hmm. you you know white people don't see us that way They, they always
2: go we don't know what to do with you when you're black and brown and other
1: yeah and and often they you know you're there uh to further along the plot for the white protagonist or to assist them in some way um not that all his roles have been that not that Mm-mm. not that all his movies have been that but just in general i could yeah i i think it's a a, a well-made point and a, i think he may be over um it's possible that he's over uh, what do you call it? Uh, over exaggerating the, just trying to make a dollar cause he's been in so many movies it's hard to imagine he literally, like, I, I doubt that's literal. And I, and I feel like the way to dis- detangle his point and try to like take the zap out it will be literalist people taking it oh he's made more than a dollar what does he mean he's struggling to make a dollar he's in five movies a year he's getting paid i wish i was struggling to make a dollar you know white people that aren't doing as well as him as far as booking parts well if he's not doing well then what am i i didn't get any parts well i don't think he's being literal Mm -hmm. but i think he's right in that equally talented person Who happens to be white would be making more money than he would, and he's probably been dealing with that his whole life.
2: Correct. He's been around for decades. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. So IVP says, "Iconic line is the easiest money since I've been since I was hooking." is in the spotify ad y'all made so although you may only remember saying it once we hear it every episode oh <laughs> i was wondering i was like i don't remember saying that yeah. that often i think i said that one time
2: <laughs> uh we did a cut and they just replay it <laughs>
1: you never know which lines are gonna stick with people you don't Sandler Agony says hey Rod and Karen I don't really have a take or a response to something I just want to commend y'all on how you talked about the subject matter of beef and swarm work being how it is I work six days a week 10 hour shifts in that time span and me being a film aficionado I don't know when I'll get to it but it really seems like both shows are for me because I'm like flawed complex and dense characterizations of characters and themes yeah me and Bossy just did a this too much special edition where we talked about swarm beef and snowfall on um on this too much you can find that podcast by searching this too much wherever you get podcasts it's mm-hmm. there yep. and check it out because yep. we got a little bit deeper into all three of those shows
2: yeah and if you're a premium member it got directly in your feed
1: um actually i haven't uploaded it yet you just reminded me i'll oh. do that after the show oh, my
2: bad i thought it was in my feed
1: no it means i messed up
2: oh my bad well it's coming to your feed <laughs> surprise yeah. Uh,
1: he says especially grief which is one i can relate to on a personal level i thought karen expressed that extremely well really enjoy how everything was discussed from both of you yeah and what's crazy is i watched it karen didn't she didn't watch any of that stuff so she's just vibing off of just the general themes and stuff i was talking about you know um all right and then let's check the youtube turn this volume down let's check the youtube no comments on fight or flight no problem no problem but you just want to check make sure everybody mm-hmm. gets a chance to be heard Agreed. the poll favorite piece of chicken to eat was the pole um and uh it was a lot of choices okay okay you got thighs legs breasts wings and other karen what's your favorite piece of chicken to eat my
2: favorite piece of chicken i, I like legs. legs legs and then thighs a
1: second so Sexo 7.69% nice says legs. The highest one, who you think is the highest? The breast, thighs. Oh. 36% of the audience prefers thighs. I prefer thighs. I did yes. not know everybody else did because when you go to a chicken restaurant. Or go to the grocery store. Thighs is like you know they giving them away.
2: At the bottom of the barrel, I remember. Uh, 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 I don't know if they still do this, but uh, over at uh, uh, the Harris Tita, when we would go in, if you go on certain days, uh, they would do like the chicken quarters, and they would be like ten cents a pound or some shit like that. So I would buy the chicken quarters and just cut the the leg and the in the thigh for you know for mm-hmm. a fraction of the price than if i would have bought them in a pack you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so it's like yeah they were just basically die, don't nobody want your quarters
1: <laughs> and so thighs is number one i'm surprised you know just because of how little they cost breast is the um breast oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry thighs is number one and wings are tied for number one top thighs and wings that makes sense to me then after that it's number two is breasts. number so number three quote unquote is brass uh, and then it's legs and then it's other so
2: yeah because the thing the thing about breasts i love chicken breasts but the thing about it, if you don't know what you're doing, you can easily overcook it. And so too many people overcook it. So I'm like, I'm I'm good on that. Like Unless yeah. you, unless it's like, if it's smothered in something, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of has a tenderness to it. But if you like doing any form of like a frying or applying like heavy heat to it, you actually got to know what you're doing. Or use a thermometer or something because there's nothing worse than somebody has this big ass pretty piece of fried chicken breast and that bitch is dry.
1: Mm-hmm that's the reason i'm not a huge fan of chicken breasts it's mostly just that the room for error is so much less a a a, a, a great perfectly juicy chicken breast is probably top tier but mm-hmm. it's just i've had experience uh from other people cooking and so you know a couple times fucked it up myself where it just I was like fuck because thighs like it the, it just insulates itself with the juices and, and marinates it's, and in it's it.
2: more forgiving yeah <laughs> not um, even in five minutes too long a breast that's done the thigh be like you know what you ate uh
1: meanwhile with the people with money on spotify 45 percent thighs that's huge okay <laughs> they then like, you
2: know why they like them thighs they like them thighs because they be going to the strip strip joint throwing the dollars for the thighs
1: uh sure uh,
2: Cause they are the people with the money.
1: I mean, no, no, no. They, I know. I'm. I just think the correlation of liking stripper thighs and what piece of chicken you eat is very loosely correlated. You know, uh, like people don't eat chicken butts, and I know people like butts, Karen. Okay, <laughs> they also like breasts, and breasts came in third. So I'm just saying, it's it's a loose correlation. Is all. It's just a, it's just. Oh. Uh, we- y'all see how he just killed the joke i mean am i killing the joke or am i helping the joke be better okay i'm sorry
2: (laughs) okay okay i'll I'll take it as a punch up thank (laughs) you thank you for your notes
1: i'm sorry for helping uh 20 next time i'll just laugh and pretend that uh and then let somebody write in with that same point no
2: no no, thank you thank you for punching up so that you know we won't get we won't get the random letter thank you
1: uh wings 21 percent breast 18 percent legs 15 percent, and then other one percent so that person might eat the chicken but i don't know maybe I was wrong. <laughs> um keep it real was the q a uh katian says shaping public discourse is powerful beef was met overwhelmingly with praise for its content that only lasts so long negativity galvanizes power over the discourse using the cho was definitely a factor yeah and i i'm i'm telling you man i don't I'll, I can never prove this, right? So this is just my feelings and, you know, agree or disagree is fine. I, I, I'm i not really fielding other people's opinions about it, but this is just how I feel. I think there is some form of almost like narcissism or control that certain people are trying to have through the internet to sabotage these shows and to sabotage the conversation and turn it into a conversation that ultimately leads back to them i'm not even sure they're aware of it but the impulse to destroy or co-opt a conversation that was gonna be mostly about how great this show is how much the aapi community came together and made a great show without the involvement of all these outside forces um the acting like it was going to get a lot of credit and i just feel like the online conversation turned into something else and it's become a thing that happens almost every time a critically acclaimed or extremely hype show comes out it's it's not that we're having a conversation about the shortcomings of the show Mm -mm. as much as it's some sort of targeted personal attack on the people involved in the show somehow and i think it is odd how often that happens and that no one's put it together as a pattern like Mm -hmm. we keep talking about it like it's a separate incident over and over and over but if you stop and think about it it's like why are people doing everything like this
2: yeah and also it's a coordinated uncoordinated thing it's like, it's uncoordinated because everybody's kind of doing all this shit individually, but it's coordinated because y'all all do it at the same time for the same things, if that yeah. makes sense. So, <clears throat> so it's like, it all looks like it's coordinated, even though it's quote unquote not, but it kind of is because like, that's the quote unquote trigger or the thing or whatever to set certain groups of people off. And then everybody is, is, is like, they, they, they run in the course after that, but the event has got to happen which is the coordinated part
1: uh keenan garage says i hate to be this guy but in spirit of keeping it real the whole thing about kane the conqueror is that he killed all the other kings which is why he's so powerful it makes recasting a little bit hard i disagree Mm -hmm. um i think the fact that there are so many different versions of kane Mm -hmm. and we still haven't met the one that they necessarily think is the conqueror we just keep meeting these versions these variants of them they could just variant his ass to another dude and be like this the conqueror he the one that won and this is different you know i think a similar thing in the comic books and maybe coming to the screen we'll see but miles morales if you guys have ever read the comic book spider miles morales spider-man he has an alternate universe version of himself that looks like a more of a white passing latino and he is the product of a biracial marriage meaning we've seen that there's a range in the scope of people who are biracial even in the same family. Shit, you have two black parents. And even in the same family those kids can have different skin colors, complexion, hair texture, stuff like that. Meaning there's a lot to this multiverse shit that could make it easy. I think it only be as hard as people want it to be and I think people wanting it not to be... People want... People have been rooting for Jonathan Majors in a lot of ways. He became a liberal darling to people. For doing very little, by the way, no, no, no offense to that man or whatever, but like he wasn't really doing anything. He was just very strong and wearing like clothes that some might regard as like not the typical masculine clothes, mm-hmm. and and while looking extremely buff and all this stuff, and just people started feeling like they needed a mascot for different causes and shit, and so now I think they're at a point where like they don't want to lose him quote unquote and what he Mm -hmm. represents but i guess my mentality is like you never had him it it never you never knew him to lose him he's just a guy and i'm not rooting for his downfall or for his come up it's just more of a like if this shit is true people gonna have to do what they gotta do and people will understand and y'all still gonna go see the marvel movies or if it's not true Then at some point he need to put this shit out and clear his name because his lawyer keeps swearing they got all this evidence that proves he's innocent and I just haven't seen it so.
2: And also the thing is, all jokes aside, it's called a multiverse, and can you speak up a little bit? Up, can you hear me now? I'm sorry. And the thing about it is, it's called a multiverse, which means you have multiple universe universes, which means literally you could have a completely different version of this same character in the comic books they have multiple versions of the character that he's playing so in the way that ant-man ended he could come back as any different version you know what i'm saying so i don't think it's hard to move on if they choose to move on like they can literally move on with anybody else if they choose to
1: yeah uh, Kisha says, I really like chicken thighs because it has the most meat in my humble opinion. Yeah, and it even got that, like, little piece that, that, y'all know the little piece I'm talking about that be stuck in the corner? Love that piece. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Karen and Rod are always, Raphael says, Karen and Rod are always 100, that's why I fuck with them, even if there's nothing else to do, Sal. They keep it, they still keep it real. nothing else to do? Thank you, man. You know, I pride myself on that. You know, the thing I've been, um, very proud of and the thing I think we uh, the compliment I love the most is when people say stuff like that cuz um I don't want to do a show that's just regurgitating what I already believe right back at you. I don't want to do a show that's dishonest. I don't want to do a show that is painting things as black and white when it's not to me, and I always want to do a show that's authentic to who we are, and I think we've been able to accomplish that and the the ups and downs that come with that there's people that don't fuck with us because of that there's people that love us because of that right. and I just concentrate on the love but I, I'm glad y'all fuck with us
2: yeah and it's also one of those things we talked about this on the show before we have a mentality where we don't have to catch them all the object of what we do is do not catch everybody we understand that what we do is very unique and some people are going to look at what we do and go it's not for me and that's all right like, I don't take it personal or anything because guess what? Everybody's like that. You know, there's some podcasts I listen to. I like that's my jam. There's some podcasts I listen to. I'm like, I, you know, it's, I'm not the targeted audience. And that same podcast, other people, that's their jam. So it's one of those things where nobody's going to quote unquote catch everybody. And I'm content with that because the podcast that catch everybody, when you catch everybody, you get everybody's fucking opinion and all of the other shit that comes with trying to catch my own.
1: Yeah, I think I'm in a place now where I can handle, even if we got more attention and more people, I think I can handle it now more than I would have been back in the day. I would have been me more too. sensitive to it and more bothered by it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really it. Like it's just the freedom of being ourselves is more important, and that's it's more important than any one listener. It's more important than anybody liking me. It's more important than um. It's 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 so important, man, because first and foremost i have to love myself and i can't love myself if i'm lying and i think the platitudes that people speak in every podcast claims to keep it real every podcast claims they going off they doing this and they're being authentic but i think when you watch how people move you see it's just not real it's not it's like it's incongruent with the way they talk but i don't think people can say that about me i don't think people can say that about karen we move how we move and And we align how we align and we just always ourselves wherever we're at and i think that's important Uh,
2: i do i I think that's very important to know the characters and kind of who we are and it's one of those things where you either accept it or you don't and we're content with that and i do agree that now since we've been doing this for a long time you know if the podcast was to you know blow up and things like that i could handle it a whole lot better um than i you know would have and i look at other people and how they handle things and i already know there are certain things like if this podcast was to grow certain things that i would stop doing certain things that i would cut off certain things that i would put in other people's hands because you have to do what is best for you and i've seen how the internet functions
1: well you always say that but i i do wonder what that really looks like like you what number do you have in mind what you know i'm saying because i think a lot of people say this this is not just about you everybody oh i would stop being on the internet i would stop doing this but i feel like it's more like a frog in water or something where the water where the heat is being turned up a little bit at a time we now have probably tenfold listeners and all that stuff since the first time you ever said you was you would stop doing all this if we got uh more popular i think and i think this is what happens to these huge celebrities too it's not overnight it's not a one-day thing right so you don't have a delineating line to be like i'm getting off the internet i'm not looking at my account why wouldn't you you were looking at it yesterday so you're probably gonna be looking at it i think the difference is not in like i'm abandoning my all my platforms i think what happens is like you just either can handle it or you can't like people going to say shit about you and it's it's a trickle that just keeps trickling forever and then eventually one day you're looking up and you're like oh people i'm i'm either adjusted to the fact that people gonna have some opinions i don't have to respect that they say to me or i am so sensitive that i'm going off all the time and i have to get off my platform because i can't stop myself that's why i think people end up in that trick bag i don't think i think everyone has the idea that you have and i think we rarely see it executed because there's not a marker so what's your marker for when you are getting off the internet
2: i don't know what the marker is like that's the truth I, i don't know but i do know me and once i put it like this I am, I know me and how I function on the internet and what triggers me more. Like I have a better understanding of me than I did before. So that's why I said I quote unquote could better handle it because once I see things start irritating me, I will cut the shit. i like, I'm good. I'm good. I know where it's going. I'm good. Versus like you say, you not really knowing who you are or you don't know where your trigger points are or you don't know where your boundaries yeah, are. Yeah. It's just, I think so I'm like, like right, this, I just, I reached that point. All right, I'm out
1: yeah that's just like a this thing of and i think like i said i don't think you're alone in this i think it's a very popular point of view that you have which is this if i make it to blank i am handing my accounts off to someone right which which is always an interesting premise number one because it's like dms and shit personal stuff in your account that some company gonna be seeing like you're gonna go back and delete every dm from 2010 probably not no but um but i think it's like a it's almost like a pipe dream because at the end of the day uh there's not gonna be just a moment when you know like this is it because i think that's why you see like a cardi b going off on ig live Mm -hmm. to this day sometimes and you're like Mm -hmm. why is she still even on there it's like because it's a it's the temperature was going up one degree at a time she didn't just have a it was 30 degrees then it was then they threw me in the fryer at 250 and then I'm burning like and i think anyway it's just an interesting thing that you say it all the time i think about this all the time i think about it when i hear other people say it all the time i think about it with myself like mm-hmm. and i can see that that moment is a much harder thing to gauge when you're in it it's easy on the outside to be like this person should have did this but i think on the inside being that person it's like how do you know was i supposed to give up my accounts when i got a job for hbo well i supposed to give it up when we went to spotify exclusive was i supposed to you know what i'm saying like when am i when is this moment because someone on the outside looking in can make the argument those moments passed already and i'm still on the internet and you too yeah
2: yeah yeah it, it just depends and i guess everybody has their own quote-unquote their line whatever their imaginary line is that they may or may not reach you know because you know if that's think about what you said if that's the case what if what if everybody gonna stay on the bitch forever then
1: that's what i think is gonna happen
2: you know like you know just, 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 I'm, I'm not trying to be funny like i'm just yeah. analyzing what you sounds like the mm-hmm. fuck then you know well, i don't
1: i don't know where the frustration is coming from i'm just i'm just like don't be frustrated with me i'm just pointing out the fallacy of everyone thinking this we it's like it's like an addict that's like when I sell this DVD player, I'm going to get off this crack. It's like, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, that You're going to sell the DVD player <laughs> then you're going to look around like, what else I got to sell? I think we're all kind of addicted to social media and I think we all have like this pipe dream of like, enough! I'll go yeah. cold turkey and I'm like, yeah. I think at least what i found to be successful has just been adjusting to what I share, adjusting to who I talk to. I'm still in control of my social media accounts. I still see my mentions. Um, and I think the the you that existed 10 years ago that probably said the same thing if you fast forwarded 10 years ago to today and you went back to that 2013 karen and said 2013
2: karen
1: (laughs) you now have this many followers your podcast has this many listeners you've done you you've traveled you've done live shows you've been on hbo you do you think you're still on social media you'd be like no i probably got off years ago because i already did what i set out to accomplish but you're still on there and 10 years from now when you're twice as successful as you are now you'll still probably be on there just because that's it's going up one degree at a time not a hundred degrees at a time
2: and 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 i do understand what you're saying but also is one of those things said you hey, take a little bit of drugs a whole lot of drugs and i could go days sometimes without actually being online so you know it's not one of them things where before i was online every day all the time mm-hmm. so you know for me you know not that i would quote unquote give it all up but i would just cut back like you wouldn't see me on I mean, there as it's, much
1: it's all reasonable i this is only me asking you a question because you've said this so many times that's yes. all right but you still on there so it's like it's like i, I was like you're saying a thing that i think sounds good to your head but then it's like an execution there's not really a plan it's just like a man if these no. motherfuckers if these <laughs> yeah, if these yeah motherfuckers, do y'all start talking
2: to me fucking sideways i, I get off this bitch <laughs> You know because i'm sensitive about my shit you i know, know i know so it's, it's... i know me you talk to me crazy i'm like bitch who the fuck is you but before i do that i will i will delete that fucker <laughs> fuck
1: okay. that all right we're, we've reached uh uh, Tipping point. I don't know. I, 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 This is something for you. I've been thinking about this for years and I've only presented okay, this concept. I'm sorry. I days. guess
2: I'm at the beginning stages of it. I, I haven't worked work, work my way through it yet because I'm like, fuck that and fuck you. Yeah, I
1: think people are more likely. I think there's a power in talking about like quitting cold turkey, but people are much more likely to do what you're doing now, which is to cut back and find ways to Mm -hmm. acclimate because social media especially in the space that we're in independent is going to always be part of what we need to be able to do so I don't think like this idea of you just not existing on the internet I'm not sure when that's supposed to happen or why that's supposed to happen but I just or you know the ideas of me handing my passwords to some fucking stranger to me is not as appealing as people make it sound and that's because I and that's because I'm trying to deconstruct the ego around saying like i quit this motherfucker. Like, wh- why would I do that? I would like money. I would like to be employed. I would like people. So many people have found our show from our social media and sharing yes, it. I'm not yes, going to give have. it up because somebody called me a bitch or whatever. It's like, I'll block that person to keep moving. Um. And those are the adjustments I've made over my life. I'm happy and I still have social media. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the reason I'm happy is because of the adjustments I made in my life to the fact of I know I'm going to always have it, you know?
2: Yeah, and also, (laughs) I, I cannot say, truth be told, I think a lot of my attitude is just, I'm keeping it real. Just PTSD from watching you go through some of the things you went through with Brandon So Black and all that stuff. Like, it impacted me too, cause I yeah. was here too. So I'm looking like, oh fuck no, the fuck I'ma deal with all that bullshit. Oh, y'all kiss my whole black motherfucking ass. Mm-hmm. Like, I know me. I know me.
1: I and know so, you too.
2: I'm like, I would not deal with that.
1: Right. You know,
2: so, but I, at the same time, the I, thing
1: I, is, I wouldn't deal with that again either. But I also wouldn't, I made it through that. I didn't delete all my accounts and shit. I just, when stuff happens now, I just have different coping strategies for dealing with stuff like that. And also I, it adjusted how I use social media. I don't use it in a way that uh, typically courts that type of shit. And when I do, there's just ways around dealing with it. So I I just, I just think like, according to you, I should have deleted my Twitter you know and being like fuck it i'm just out here you know like <laughs> that's, it's it's just and i think everyone says this. this is everyone says it's like you know there's a magic number and so i i i find it interesting you are my test case in this scenario <laughs> but i would do this with anybody i was on the mic right with right now mm-hmm. if they said that i'd be like what's the number then because i because i nobody think, has a number right because i think it sounds good to say it just <laughs> yes. don't really make sense it's not really a plan <laughs> you know it's like it's like when people say shit like if if so-and-so did me like that i get a divorce and it's like okay all right but then you probably haven't ever been through anything like that so you really don't fucking know and there's a mm-hmm. lot of people that said if this happened i get a divorce who are still married or yes, still, or are. you know whether it's happy or not they didn't do the thing they said they do so anyway Raphael says uh i mean i'm sorry james says just for clarification the ghetto gag comment wasn't meant to be a kink shaming one just a joke in, na- in nature I, I I didn't take it as kink shaming i mean it's, it's funny mm-hmm. and it's kink sh- the joke is kink shaming but i don't know it ain't it's I, I like I honest to God think about that whenever I make jokes about sex, a, a consensual sex between people. Right. I think most people don't. There's something puritanical inside of us. There's something religions. We've been guilty. We've been shamed, and it's hard for people to to discuss these things. And it's humorous, right? There's a there's fun. There's funny in the ridiculousness of porn. Porn is one of the most ridiculous things on the planet and i think it i really tried to remind myself more than i'm trying to remind y'all okay this could come off like i'm shaming somebody but if i truly believe in the things that the values i hold right i have to be like hey if a motherfucker won't let somebody piss on them on camera i don't want to watch it but some motherfucker want to watch it right. some motherfucker want to do it Some motherfucker jammed. got that check Mm -hmm. good for y'all yeah i'm not hating but i wouldn't if it was a club call we pissing on people in here i wouldn't step foot in it It just ain't my thing but you know and i try to be mindful of that because i think we've attached so much shame and most of it coming from religious shit that really shouldn't even be bothering us we've attached so much shame to just sex
2: you know i think the
1: same impulse that's telling us. Don't educate your kids about sex.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, the bullshit with the drag queen stuff that's happening right now, dr- drag shows, all of this stuff comes back to some puritanical shame around just sex and sexuality. That while I understand the impulse to want to protect people, it's turned into more of a let's go get people and and it, and it and people refuse to just say some shit ain't for them so uh yeah i wasn't trying to take you to mm-hmm. to a place of thinking you were king shaming no baby but uh yeah that is that that is ghetto gaggers is by far as a concept one of the just my most fucked up concepts and at the same time longest running concepts what the mm-hmm. fuck people still doing that shit it's mm-hmm. crazy uh You can't be serious on it. Much like critiquing the porn movie, this can't be roots. Yeah, I'm not, this can't be roots. This can't be roots. Is, is boy, <laughs> this can't be I don't roots. think I've ever laughed harder at a porn trailer than this can't be roots. Because it just felt like th- these niggas are gonna get drop squatted. You know, y'all remember that movie, The Drop Squad? You remember that? Ooh, yeah, that's very old. It was picking up coon black people and like torturing them and making them not coons anymore oh no man we need to reboot that shit in 2023 god i would love to write the sequel to drop squad
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Craig, fake candace owens and fake jason whitlocks be fucking them up. <laughs> 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 all terrible. right anyway episode 2700 the unblackening um we had a lot of stuff to talk about tucker carlson don lemon got fired on the same day how you get fired on your day off
2: Oh no, both of them
1: Mm-mm-mm. uh Ranzi D. genius says five stars because riders out here doing all the things can't keep dreaming big hashtag black capitalism hashtag black excellence hashtag stay rooting for black people oh i'm
2: gonna keep dreaming big i will baby
1: evie says the way that tiktoker was going off about being asked to turn his radio down you would have thought that man called him nigger with the hard er honestly the white man probably did when it when he got home lol that's funny but he look, he's lucky that white man didn't get out the car and blast him and claim he feared for his life just like on the show on the show beef you never know what people are going through and a lot of them have guns on our hands I think about that a lot man I like mm-hmm. I'm not polite and patient out of it's not necessarily like a selfish thing but it has worked out in that uh these motherfuckers out here crazier than ever mm-hmm. and like approaching somebody without the emotionality, the heightened thing that a lot of people have, you know. Like I was reading an article where a man was firing guns in his like back lawn, and it was so loud it was keeping the next door neighbor's babies up. So they went over there and told him to turn it to stop shooting the guns, and then he went over there and killed five of them, except for the two babies. Um <gasps> And now he's on the run in Texas, and it's obviously not their fault is they probably they did nothing wrong i'm sure and obviously no one deserves that but part of me wondered because it's totally reasonable for is firing loud ass guns and your baby won't sleep you're probably not walking out there and just saying in the most polite terms anyway you're probably like hey man what the fuck are you doing you know if that's not even the first time if you know what i'm saying like it can make you so upset and then you don't know who's unhinged. You don't all know. Right. You don't know.
2: The, I no, mean, you, you knew this
1: to... man had guns, but you you right. you know you don't know that he'll just kill five people because he didn't give a fuck, and if that means he's killing himself later, if that means he's going to prison forever, it don't, like, that decision has already been made by that person, and it's just scary that we live that close to the razor's edge at all times, and so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't pull out my phone and do the video not only just because i don't think that was a racist exchange that he had i just to me it's just like what's the point of escalating this that's my
2: thing escalation yes yeah and that's
1: probably just my point of view obviously other Mm -hmm. people see it differently and you're allowed to see it but if you like if i was eating lunch with that dude the black dude and he started pulling out his phone to make a tiktok video while we were sitting there about this man i would have got up and fucking left me too i would have just been like bro we could there were 10 other ways to handle that shit you chose the way to that just escalates the shit mm-hmm. that just is leading to more conflict and, yeah, and i
2: like to de-escalate and it
1: wasn't a returning in kind it was an escalation now i understand what i'm saying it's not mm-hmm. this isn't me being like you need to let white people do what they do for massacre no i'm saying a motherfucker was like hey man your phones. you got your phone turned all the way up man we all out here trying to eat like you it's a little bit disruptive i'ma pull my phone out do a tiktok video it's like oh, okay oh god yeah as far as i can sign, the mill is check please the mill is over let's let's
2: go you somewhere know, else you cause. know what
1: else is a response he could have had that i, I would have also not enjoyed this response but i it could have just kept listening to your shit out loud and not
2: right? said anything could have just just been
1: like man fuck it i'm out here i got the right to listen to my shit loud i don't care if people don't like it this is what i'm doing he could have kept doing that shit but anyway It's not worth it to get agitated over something you can easily walk away from because then you get to live another day yeah abby says i understand the impulse to say tucker carlson will find a new even worse home and that he will not feel any consequences but i'm assured but i am assure you someone with such a big ego is suffering now maybe he will not bill o'reilly for example lost relevance for sure yeah i I, people always try to do that with tucker carlson and anytime there's a victory for like the left with this kind of stuff it's always like it's gonna get worse well i have two names for you that didn't get worse bill o'reilly glenn beck they are much less of a fixture in the right wing spectrum much less of a problem much less of a platform for them um so i disagree like, I, the, the, this is only a problem if you think the, there was some reasonable way that Tucker Carlson would go away forever and we never hear from him again. I don't think any reasonable person was thinking that was a possibility. Well, none of us are sitting around like, yep, there we go. Finally got Tucker Carlson. He'll never say a word. No. Now, the other thing a lot of people don't know, these big ass contracts they be signing and a lot of times they still get their money at the end of the contract. Mm-hmm. They have non-compete clauses in them most of the time. So they can't just hop on another person's airways and do the Immediately, show.
2: Immediately, yeah. Yeah,
1: so it may be years if at all these people can come back and depending on the violations they had, some of these companies won't touch them again. Just, you know, Bill O'Reilly was easy because it was just all this fucking you know, uh, sexual harassment shit. There's not, almost no company that can bring them back in their doors. Uh, Glenn Beck, I don't know why he's never made it back. Maybe it's because he broke at some point and started Apologizing and trying to be reasonable, I don't know, but he ain't never made it back to where he was. And I i was a person that thought maybe he was gonna be more of a force on like YouTube or something like that, but it didn't really come to fruition, did it? Uh, all right, let's get to the poll. Oh, and, go ahead.
2: And do you think it has something to do with the timing of uh Bill O'Reilly and uh the other dude because now they internet is different now people have more stands now so do you think that that might, would make a big difference versus they kind of hit that period where you know it happened but it wasn't as uh,
1: so here's here's why I don't think that okay the TV audience isn't the same as the internet audience oh,
2: okay, so the okay, old agree. people
1: that keep the TV on Fox News aren't going to YouTube
2: right the second okay, part okay. of that
1: is it should have worked it, it was easier for Bill O'Reilly and Glenn Beck think about what works for people on youtube that have really blown up it's mostly longevity yeah like if you started when if you would if if glenn beck and bill o'reilly started doing the youtube five years ago they should be a much bigger deal yeah but also the thing is these guys are dinosaurs for the most part in that they don't really adjust to the new medium youtube isn't the same as tv podcast isn't the same as tv you don't have the same like even you can have the same exact production staff but that don't mean they know how to do social media all right you know with game theory we had a social media manager that ran shit and priya was on her shit like she saw things in a lane that was like this is gonna work and this isn't gonna work they these dinosaurs don't always have that they don't hire people like that in a lot of cases so it's not that it's impossible it's just very unlikely th- to be as powerful away from that Fox News platform right Uh two comments on YouTube speaking of which Elliot says in his defense they are outside like any car can come by and play anything if Bob was chill he would have tuned it out mm-hmm. so one you're right in that he could have tuned it out right the whatever the white man could have tuned it out um but where I think you're missing is, it's not a car driving by playing a loud sound. It's a car pulling up next to where everyone's eating and just plotting down and playing whatever the fuck they was playing.
2: And go, y'all got the deal.
1: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the difference in your comparison. So that's why I reject the comparison because I know that, you know, that to me, that's not, it's just not even in the same universe.
2: Yeah, because if you were just riding by, would nobody have said shit. But for the fact that you. Park there for ten minutes. That's like somebody coming in your neighborhood and and just turn up the music, just sitting in the cul-de-sac and be like, I'm not going anywhere. Eventually, somebody gonna be like, Hey, yeah. This
1: hey, wasn't no. a man. This wasn't a man going. I'm outside and I expect there to be zero noise, right? We're like like Elliot is trying to turn it into that so that we can have some type of, you know, the the devil's advocate situation. But that that wasn't a situation that I saw. Uh, as Carter says one hundred for the ignorant uh black man for doing all that. When you turn stupid ish into racism, you trivialize real racism. I hate when people play their phone combos, music, whatever, when around other people. That's just rude. Yeah, I feel like everybody kind of agrees with that.
2: Mm-hmm. a lot of people like just use headphones, dog. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with headphones? Like, you
1: might not always confront them, but Mm-mm. I, you know, you've been on a train or a bus or a public situation, Mm-mm. a movie theater, somewhere, a restaurant where someone was just loud on their fucking like phoning, and it is very disrespectful of the other people's like time and space there too and and if you don't agree with that you're either the asshole who does it or you're lying like it is what it is But like this is not a crazy like this like this white man went crazy Mm -mm. what a racist piece of shit he would have never said this to anyone like that's not the situation Mm -mm. um elliot replied to this comment and said yeah true this generation needs some stoicism you got to be an adult devil's advocate that so that explains his other comment devil's advocate they are outside though you will be subjected to noise devil don't need no advocate on our show bro he can take care at all by himself trust me if we wanted to do devil's advocate we make a devil's advocate segment on the podcast <laughs> we, don't, we don't need that um have you ever shot at someone because they had the wrong address yes or no no ninety six percent of my audience says no meaning
2: oh shit who is who is these people that's out here capping
1: uh i don't know uh they they busting on people apparently so. pulling up to the wrong address uh man they didn't leave any comments so we'll never know and then <laughs> same same like different percentages but one person said yes basically on spotify ninety nine percent said no
2: mm. Let me tell you why the 99 got high security. That one percent is like I'm. Mm. I'm taking it into my own hands.
1: uh It's hard to eat chicken with shaky hands. Was the comment? <laughs> Tiffany says I can't stand when folks do that shit. Your community got your back if you make sense, my nigga. Rod was right. So performative, shaking my damn head. Yeah, and and like that's the other thing. You pulling out that phone is clearly like you trying to turn this into content. It's you know it's it's like. We and bossy used to talk about this all the time especially that summer when the karen videos were all going viral and everything. Mm-hmm. and we and you know i, I know i said on the show before it's like i don't know that even if something actually racist did happen to me i don't know that y'all would ever get to see me film it because it's not my first impulse when dealing with racism right to pull out my phone and be like how can i broadcast this to the internet for content, like maybe if I got home and did the podcast and was like, oh, this is how my day went. But I just think in the moment, I'm more focused on the racism than the like, oh, oh, oh shit, yes. it's my turn, it's my turn, mm-hmm. hold on, uh, ma'am, can you ste- please be racist for a few more seconds, hold on a second, I gotta get to the, uh, Instagram live, hold on. Uh not getting good reception, uh, okay, stay right there, uh, hey, it's your boy Rod, I'm dealing with some racism right now, go ahead and say what you were saying, I was, a uh, uh let's start it from the top uh okay i'm gonna start over i'm gonna say what i was saying ma'am uh could you please uh hand me that paper towel all right now say what you said say what you said like that's how it feels like happens Mm -hmm. and cut
2: (laughs) yeah because my brain and it might be a generational thing my brain don't automatically think i would be the person that y'all just oh shit something happened to it nobody it was no film no because i'm not gonna be filming shit
1: yeah uh but yeah um nah if it's good chicken hand shaking won't stop me said Keisha I said it's hard to eat chicken with shaking hands I didn't say it was impossible sis <laughs> I didn't say it was gonna stop me uh Raphael says I have an agreement on how difficult it is to eat chicken if your hands are fidgeting that's why I don't share and eat it all preventing unnecessary frustration from these streets play that chicken song uh cheeky, cheeky, hey, cheeky, chicken
2: chicken chicken chicken
1: hey that chicken Mhm. uh we do love you know, we do love that chicken, that BK. Mm. I don't know about that BK, though. He might have been stretching when he said that BK. We we love the chicken. But but we do love the chicken now. We do love the chicken. And, I mean, in all fairness, that BK chicken sandwich was hitting. It was
2: flames, would not it? You all know? jokes aside, it was really good. I
1: know there's a lot of vegetarians that listen to the show, but it's not our fault. Chickens are down everyday people at churches, Popeyes, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Really? Um, Karen Yes, Adebola says I love your regular news ad libs <laughs> and King Charles is some dumb shit agreed I don't want to watch that show with Charles Barkley and Gail King and
2: I'm not
1: uh, episode 2701 village people L we got some comments let's see 2D says hey Rod and Karen the gonorrhea kissing story reminded me of an incident in my college campus on ni- the 1990s I went to a small private liberal arts college. There were forty seven black folks, uh to, of our eleven 1, hundred students. There were lots of technical virgins on campus but doing everything but vaginal penetration, supposedly saving themselves from marriage. That sounds way freakier. Anywho, there was an outbreak of gonorrhea of the throat on campus. It was a whole mess. Mm. Gonorrhea of the throat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sailor Agnes says, I'll be brief on the Bernie supporting Biden, but uh, yeah, your bumbling ass better not fuck up 2024. He, the leftist, and the squad lowered the bar so low that Biden overachieved, and then some in his first two years. Also, your own constituents don't want you that bad. We've seen the numbers, and y'all don't vote anyway. Yes, if this were Hillary or Kamala, holier than thou, people would raise the bar higher than a roof, and then just demagogue them over and over, despite ample proof that they aren't reckless. Yes, obviously the right does that it, uh, enough already, so I get it. But these pig-headed liberals damage their goodwill to the point that they can't recover. White liberals do that enough already, but yeah, black and brown liberals can also kick rocks on that too. All I gotta say is fuck finally bernie i don't think i want to see that poor man's larry david lose again i'm 35 and i'm exhausted by that fuck shit rfk jr and marianne williamson are running for the dim seat but they not gonna win shit they'll say that some fucking propaganda except biden's more teflon than chris evans it don't work on him yeah everything you said i pretty much agree with Mm -hmm. so uh evie says um that moose story may seem adorable but has anyone ever seen a moose on the loose in person
2: <laughs>
1: i have and my soul nearly looked left my body
2: i know it did Woo.
1: i've seen videos of people doing shit like walking up to mooses and they are so fucking big oh,
2: they're, they're almost like fucking dinosaurs it was like the fuck why are you walking up on something that big
1: bitch i blame the propaganda the rocky and bullwinkle show making me think mooses is all adorable goofy motherfuckers man a moose what it might not eat no motherfucking uh uh animals and shit but it'll fuck you up
2: it'll fuck your car up we watched it was a documentary or something was about animals and they were saying how a lot of places with moose doing certain times of the year like mating season Mm -hmm. they say they have to deal with the male mooses of fucking up shit Mm -hmm. uh because they actually you know they actually fighting each other for mates and you know you open up your door one day and these bitches out in your front yard tangling up with your oak tree and you don't know what happened flipping over your cars and shit
1: yeah, I and like I remember there was a moose that ate. It was a documentary series about wild animals on Netflix, and I don't remember the name, y'all. I'm sorry, it's been that long, but it was a moose that was eating like fermented fruit on these trees in people's houses and people's yards, and the, it was getting the moose drunk because oh. it was the food, the fruit that fermented, oh. and so it would get drunk and it just be ramming people's fucking yards and houses and cars and shit all oh, drunk. No. Yeah. I was in the backwoods town in Canada and a moose started crossing the street towards me in the group I was with. Then as it got closer he lowered his head like it was about to charge us, mind you, I'm not exaggerating, that thing was at least six six and the antlers were just as wide. We could not get out of there fast enough. I'll still trigger when I hear moose stories. Well you know what you should have did at that restaurant? put out your phone and went on TikTok live or whatever and been like I am over here trying to eat my pancakes and my chicken and this moose is being racist. Go ahead and say what you were saying again, you racist ass moose.
2: Mm-mm-mm, we gonna see your death on TikTok. This moose,
1: this, this racist moose want me to turn my phone down. I am over here watching ghetto gaggers turn the, the volume to a 10 ah! ah! all the way up and then the racists don't want to see that. Uh, Appia says, yay for monogamy, says Appia after hearing about the gonorrhea news. Yeah, nobody ever says that part about monogamy. Probably because a lot of y'all be cheating, but just saying nobody like whenever the motherfucking people that really just want to fuck a lot of people and not really be faithful to their relationship y'all know the ones i'm talking about i'm not talking about y'all actual polyamorous mm-hmm. people and stuff right i'm talking about the the people that cheat but their be like see a male animal is supposed to breed right. you know just, what i'm saying yeah. but the female Everybody she's supposed be... she got to have the babies oh, you know they always make these art these like nature arguments mm-hmm for against monogamy it's always like a nat- it's, and it's like monogamy for women but not for men y'all know the right. people I'm talking about right I never hear these dudes bring up STDs you never hear it cause STDs are a natural occurring phenomenon that would say you should limit your risk factors so that you would have much less sex with much less people but you, they don't ever talk about that part of nature it's just women have to be pregnant and the men should be able to seed all the women's and don't ask me for child support Twelfth baby mama i work at subway um
2: <laughs> here's your five cent on oh,
1: oh, youtube a sir spoonful says not karen combining jack ryan and jack Reacher into one tv show you <laughs> might have just did something though i'd watch it listen you know i watch ryan reacher if that, <laughs> that shit was real
2: i don't know why i thought that was the name it just made sense
1: honest to goodness they should do the last season of both those shows should be a joint season called ryan reacher and <laughs> jack ryan and jack ryan and jack ryan and jack reacher just working together um all right the poll crying baby sumo festival yay or nay uh, uh that's a hard one i guess
2: yay
1: Okay, well, most people said nay. Fifty-seven percent said nay. Forty-three percent said yay.
2: whatever
1: oh, just crying? And sixty-two percent said nay. Thirty-eight percent said yay on our Spotify. So well, you know, your
2: baby's got good lungs
1: People are not with this 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 uh event with the crying baby sumo festival, to which I'm like y'all racist as shit. Okay, let me pull out my phone on y'all for <laughs> de- denigrating the Japanese culture. Okay uh rachel says stick a pink umbrella in that bitch uh oh wait i'm sorry <sighs> the q a was village people l the beer for macho macho man <laughs>
0: uh
1: right Ra- Ra- rachel says stick a pink umbrella in that bitch listen i drink it i think we came up with something here today mm-hmm. uh I'll i don't buy that i don't want to get sued but local breweries in charlotte if you're listening to the show There's
2: plenty of y'all out
1: village there. people l put it on a can Flojan says fun fact the official ymca organization does not support the ymca song or using any official capacity is it really a fun fact the ymca for them stands for christian yes and uh last time i checked in america christian is not normally very supportive of lgbtq issues um so yeah um but uh i guess they low-key unofficially supported because the whole song is about going to the ymca and fucking other dudes that's the whole point of the song okay Ah! i hope i didn't young man yeah uh i said young man (laughs) uh (laughs) you can stay at the ymca they was getting it come on uh says llama rita mango rita strawberry rita uh for the ninjas there's a bud light for everyone and and lots of emojis with horses and rainbows (laughs) and unicorns uh i
2: probably have all those those sound delicious Mm
1: -hmm. uh now i know guinness has been about that life since the 90s it makes sense that our drink of choice for getting started with alcohol was guinness in the parts of nigeria i lived in the beer for macho man says Raphael. fifi just has three uh eggplant emojis and I don't know what these other emojis are. How uh, to
2: react? emojis. Okay,
1: I, I just can't. It just either didn't come across right, or just can't tell. Uh, oh, beers! They're beers. That's There's beers. beers. It's like when you chair a beer, like. Ah. So that's what they are. Um, and then uh, yeah, that's it for this episode. Let's go to the next one, episode twenty-seven oh two, which is the last episode for the week. It's setting the mass killing record two comments Eve says the internet is a funny place those two girls who mocked that influencer was dumb but the way people have gone after their family members and places of business that don't even work at has been extreme i get that they did a shitty thing but at what point do the anti-bulliers become the bullies right right
2: right Right. that's when you talk about doxing and all that stuff i was like y'all know what it's actually fucked up on both sides Everybody want to claim is justice when it's their side, but it's fucked
1: up also, you've done something worse than they did like if if your big reason you were mad at them is that they mocked this girl um who was an influencer at the game, and that's a total re that's a totally good reason to be like, yeah, I don't like that or whatever. Once you start trying to destroy their fucking lives, you're worse than what they were doing. They weren't trying to destroy that woman's life, at least. Mm -mm. They just were like, "Oh, this shit is wack." (laughs) Ah, ha, ha, ha. This is funny, immature. uh, Blah, blah, blah. You trying to get them fired from their jobs is is so much different.
2: Yes, it is.
1: The recording of this official in Oklahoma, those officials in Oklahoma, was a chef's kiss of racism. That they were able to talk so freely about that with each other, I worry for the black and brown people in that community because those officials will probably investigate themselves or find no wrongdoing. Uh, like Karen said, this is why voting matters—from the school board to the city council. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, uh, they were that. That tape was wild. Uh, I'm gonna have me some barbecue. <laughs> yeah, we can fry them up. I'm like, was this even? When when was the racism also cannibalism? These I I, I I read a lot of. <laughs> i read a lot of black history that's a new one for me a new one for me too eating the black people all right abby says my parents can be annoying sometimes but i'm 100 sure they would never kidnap our children blessed uh, i bet you they was 100 percent sure before he kidnapped their kids though so think about it abby <laughs> okay you don't know till you know might want to check those credit scores make sure they ain't got no gambling debt i don't know oh, if gambling's legal in germany uh but yeah okay so the, uh we let me check the comments on youtube for this one if we got any um looks like we got one from steven who says i feel like the computer should be in the fucking with black people segment every time it won't do it right once yeah <laughs> no rhyme or reason to it either because like it wasn't doing that um uh, that long ago and now it is mm. um and i i today i turned it off and restarted it just to see if maybe that would help uh but I don't know. Uh, who knows, guys? This is this is what it's like when you don't have a Mac. Apparently, uh, <laughs> according to the MacBook people, uh, the poll making parent making parents who harass umpires have to umpire for three games. I'm for it. I'm against it. Fuck you. And then that means you got to write the next three polls. Uh eighty-seven percent says I'm for it. Thirteen percent say I'm against it. Zero percent say fuck you so ain't nobody want to do that Mm -mm. um and then on spotify though the people with the money 89% say they for it uh only 2% say they're against it and fuck you next three polls nine percent of y'all so y'all write y'all gotta write the next Next three three polls. polls, okay that'll teach you the that how hard it is to do this (laughs) job (laughs) since you since you so you since you got it you won't be you got disrespectful. all the answers okay and then the q a u.s.a 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 uh, america fuck yeah if the white parents get to send the kids to school with uh, lights and guns a black mom can't yell at an umpire on that chardonnay uh keisha says if we're good at anything it's mass shootings we the best James Clay says, "Guns bless the u s uh guns bless the USA. In guns, we trust." #Hashtag I'm proud to be in American. K-, K. N. <laughs> <Adamola> <laughs> says, "This place is on fire." Yes, it is. And Ro- Roger says, "TikTok does have more narrator voices, but I guess white lady voices the most popular." USA would number one okay I, I didn't know i didn't know
2: that's that's the normally that's the
1: one i hear all the time
2: all the time i don't know if you can select or she the default and people just don't know how to
1: change it they be going up for that motherfucking white girl voice man that's they shit mm-hmm. uh all right let's get into the voicemails mm-hmm. Alright, uh, first voicemail. Um, let's go.
0: Hey, Rod, Karen, this is your boy, Walt Thomas, the Blue Wave writer. Oh. I heard your show today talking about Don Lemon, and you kind of hit a, a hot spot for me there. Because, uh, I guess I have to shout out Roland Martin, because mm. he's been saying all along that black people do not have a platform to tell our story our way. Mm. Uh most of the black-owned media that you see on television... I mean, most of the black... the Oh, I'm messing this up.
1: Okay, all right, he left another voicemail. Let's go back. Let's go back.
0: All right, we're going to try this again. Okay. This is your boy, the Blue Wave Rider. Uh, I heard your show about uh, Don Lemon and uh, the fact that... He wasn't going to stay in the box they tried to put him in. Mm -hmm. And I have to shout out Roland Martin, because he's been saying for a while, we need to be able to tell our own story, our own way, on our own platforms. Because as long as you work for a white man, he's going to tell you what you can say and how much you can say. And uh, you just don't have the freedom to tell it like it truly is. That's Mm -hmm. why... Folks like Tiffany Cross and Jamel Hill got put out. They was mm-hmm. too raw and too real, and the white listeners didn't like it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we have a lot of so called black channels, but they 're not black owned they black targeted. Mm-hmm. I also think it's very interesting that you can't turn on any one of these so called black channels and get a one hour long news report. Mm-hmm like you can on uh... the major networks you know there's very little black news out there of a serious nature so a lot of foolishness a lot of em- entertainment but no hard news so mm. uh... anyway that was just my my opinion on the subject mm. they don't want us telling our real truth and that's why they're crying about critical race theory and wokeness is just a way of saying why don't you niggas be quiet because we don't want to hear all that Mm-hmm. love your show and I think I'm under my two minutes catch y'all later bye
1: you are Aww. good job
2: thank and thank you sweetie Uh, you made me think about uh, something uh, the thing is also do black people want to hear real black news and the reason why I said that is because BET years ago used to have news where they would literally cover the news and a lot of those shows were literally some of their lowest rated shows, Mm. which is one reason why they got rid of it and started going towards other things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yes, people want the news, but also kind of the disadvantage. Sometimes it's like a lot of these black stations, they don't have the capital or support to able to do all the things sometimes that they want to do. And so it's one of those things where... Uh, news can be presented, but the way people consume and read the news, is it's shifted. You know, your local, the, you know, Channel 9, Channel 6, Channel 4, all those things. The reason why a lot of those stations are still around and still air is because you have, like, a lot of older people that actually still watch those basic channels. But a lot of things like BET, some of these are, like, kind of off the map. And, like, a lot of those people who would actually watch something like that are not going there so if you do present the news on these stations you also have to consider your targeted audience and how they consume it and how to adapt and adjust like right say I have social media people and things like that where you can put the truth and the facts I agree there needs to be this thing but also it, ratings matter too you know um, and so it's one of those things where it, it, it's, it's a fine balance
1: <clears throat> the ratings thing is interesting because it's about expectations and less about actual ratings um there are shows that that, that people are willing to take a loss for and they can always make an argument against your ratings no matter what they are right you know there's been times where like a successful black show it was called unsuccessful replaced by a show that was not black that got worse ratings or less ratings and people would call it a success you know because the people shaping the narrative are not us and yes while those news shows may not have gotten as much ratings as if they were to just rerun another or rerun or do like a reality show of like, you know, I forget the college show they had on B E T or whatever, you know, like, oh, we'll just run this instead. It's cheaper to make and less scripted and 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 all this stuff. And yeah, that that's a decision people might make for money. I get it. But there's also just the idea of if someone stands behind it because it's important, it'll stay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people make things stay if they want them to in a lot of cases. Agreed. Um and it's just who has the wherewithal to put their there's there's been a lot of mediocre not black shit that people have just said, "I'm fighting for this. Uh it's important to me to just be on TV." Mm-hmm. Um that being said, yeah, you you're right. We don't have the platforms and we don't have the voices and also when we do have black platforms we're not a monolith so that doesn't mean that every black platform is going to have a diversity of black voices or that the voices that are being promoted the ones that succeed are going to be the serious ones that you want like that's what Karen's saying and I think that undergirds a lot of this in, think about this in places where black people have the ability to pick and choose exactly who they want to listen to what wins out when like a corporation can't make you pick what podcast you want to listen to there's not a podcast radio channel so podcasting is a great like individual situation where we're like these are the people who are winning podcasting by getting downloads and plays look at the kind of black person that's at the top of that list it's hard for it to be a kind of more serious minded thoughtful person typically people kind of like a circus clown show I'm not going to name any names and it's not out of like jealousy or Mm. anger or whatever It's just I don't want to distract y'all but you know the list and the thing we'll never know for sure is how many of those lists are white people deciding they want to listen to and those are why those people's numbers are big but it's also like why do white people pick to listen to those guys what are their opinions on things? What are they saying? What are they not saying? What conversations do they refuse to engage in? What critical thought do they refuse to do? What reading and research do they refuse to do? Th- those people are at the top. And even colloquially, anecdotally, within the black spaces that I occupy, when I talk to people about podcasting, those are the people they listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, they may listen to us too, but they listen to them too. And it, it's just, so I don't know how much of it is something white people are doing to us something we're doing to ourselves or something we really even shouldn't judge because it's not really about like not everything has not everything will have to be for the culture in a positive way sometimes people just like some mess so i don't i don't know i don't have all the answers and stuff um be interesting to see where don lemon lands and it'll also be interesting if that Cause I, my, it's a conspiracy. I don't have any proof. I do feel like he got fired for that shit for pushing back on that man, I, and they'll never be able to disprove it. But I see the unblackening of the airwaves. It seemed to be the black people that push back to get gone, you know. So
2: yeah, and I agree. And it's also one of the things. Well, like I said before, I do agree with you. But <clears throat> when it comes to it needs to be more representation. Like these things need to be out there where you could have a. Variety of black voices versus a lot of times when these things do pop up, everybody heaps all of blackness on these things, and mm-hmm. then they don't meet everybody's expectations. So then everybody turns on and act like it ain't shit or it's ghetto or it's beneath them because it don't meet whatever their quote unquote unique style of blackness is whatever yeah, that is it's very complicated and, and, right and that becomes also a problem too and how do you keep people how do you keep viewers how do you keep different generations you know because different generations consume things well
1: and, and why do you want it's yeah it's it just depends because like i'm i'm with him on this and i understand this point but i would as i would say our podcast engages in a level of foolishness and ridiculousness at time and humor and and whatnot and i'm sure there's certain black people that look down on that you Mm -hmm. know there's black people that don't say the n-word that look down on what we do Mm -hmm. you know so it's you know it's just all relative and it's hard to have like a unified perspective when there's a cacophony of voices and we're not monolithic in nature what i do know is and i think we all can agree on is that no authentic black voice is gonna really be safe ever on these white platforms and to be fair, no voice is ever really safe on a platform they don't own. They get rid of... Tucker Carlson can get it if he get too far out of the line. Like, okay. you don't own the space. You just rent it. You know? Uh, Alright, we have one more voicemail. And that's from my girl uh, D. Ramsey, Ph.D. The reason why I'm whispering
2: is because I'm in the hair salon. This is Ph.D. Um, from Texas that Village People L episode five stars just for Karen's cackle and laugh and of course Rod doing his uh, voice over work and character. Y'all <laughs> have a good day and have a good weekend. Peace. Uh, thank Aww, you. Shit. You know it's important now. You call us while you're getting your hair did. Right? <laughs>
1: we, done made, we done made it to the beauty salon segment. Come on! Alright, last segment is uh, email. <laughs> Uh this was a comment on YouTube but it was to a uh, episode from last week so I saved it to our email so I won't forget to read it. Okay. Tamik says some statistics show that one in six american women have either been raped or have had rape attempted these stats while distressing and overwhelming are not limited to america rape and rape culture is common everywhere that being said it would be extremely rare that there was an actor musician or artist who either has not been a perpetrator or survivor i am no longer shocked or surprised when i hear a well-known person is an abuser or a rapist because the statistics tell us different i'm not saying that we should not be disgusted and i'm not saying But I am saying that the issue is so pervasive that the culture itself needs to change. If we were to not watch every movie where there was an actor who had a history of violence and sexual assault, there would be a lot of movies we would have to boycott. And not just that, but like you're also talking about in this case with beef we don't actually have we don't know that something happened. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean that to be like I'm not trying to sound naive or like a dummy but I'm just saying like it's been nine years no one's come forward no evidence of anything we know this dude has made what he considers to be funny stories um that were also lies and it's him going you know my mental health out of da. all i'm saying is, i can't this ain't a court of law and i can't prove he did shit and that's before you get to this nigga's the eighth lead on a goddamn show where he's in three or four episodes for a little bit of time for the most part like d- like this feels like it's something different but people are trying to tell me it's something else you know what i mean um and then the way that they moved it into we need to denigrate the main two actors and the creator of the show is also feels a bit like a witch hunt it doesn't feel like an actual thing we believe And this is one of the things, and it's the hypocrisy, but also just the conflict of of just being a human, right? My personal belief is, like, you do have to have some level of forgiveness for people that admit they've done wrong. You have to have some level of understanding for someone that said the wrong thing, did the wrong thing. Like, I do believe in that. I really do. I I,
2: I do, too, because hmm. the thing is, nobody's perfect, and you have fucked up some way, shape, form, or fashion. If somebody has extended that grace to you, but a lot of people, they only want to extend it to themselves. They won't extend it out unless it's like their children. Some people won't even extend it out to their mate, significant other, the person they're sleeping with. It's something about children, but you know what? Children come, Children grow up and become adults that, guess what, do the same thing that all adults do. Disappoint, hurt, and all this stuff because they're people just like anybody else.
1: Yeah, so I do want to believe in that. I, do, I believe people should get a second chance. I believe people <laughs> should be able to work a bunch of shit, you know, and I feel like where i get stuck is just the how passionately people how passionate people are as they are diametrically opposed to shit they said Mm -hmm. you know like it's it's the we gotta let everybody out of jail people but also they be the main people leading the charge of the social death penalty you know it's it's we care about mental health but not when the mental health leads to you saying or doing some shit we don't like right then all of a sudden mental health isn't an excuse even though it's a reason all the goddamn time and your brain chemistry don't care about that shit it don't it's not sitting around being a convenient excuse it, it if that's what happened that's what happened mm-hmm. um i like i and i don't know what you do with these people because they are so carceral to me on the one hand but then pretending to not be and it's like they're trying to gaslight you with that bullshit where it's like oh no I'm such a great person I tear another cheek da 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 also never take the high road I'm petty as hell and uh, no one open up the prisons no one should go to jail we don't need police we don't need prisons also nobody who's ever said something I disagree with should ever work again and they should go to prison if they you know shoot Megan Thee Stallion but not if they shoot another kid just in the hood they shouldn't go to jail for that uh we need to just change the environment we need to just change this Uh, also everybody you guys know there are there's a lot of people with sexual assaults there's a lot of people being sexually assaulted all these people are out here in this world uh i'm never surprised but also when i find you i'm gonna act like frankenstein i'm gonna come get you um and you can't be rehabilitated and you can't it can't you can't ever stop or change the behavior you'll always be a dangerous predator forever but also like you know what I'm saying like ban the box so you know we want you to be able to apply for any job and employers shouldn't even be thinking about that but also if something happens at a job um, that is on the employer as well as the person that did it Um, and if you also happen to work there at the time it's on your fault too because you just happen to be there Uh, if you're friends with a person that's made a mistake you're part of the problem you basically made the mistake to and you cover for them and you have their back and you agree with what they did like everything i'm saying is how, how the messaging comes across and it's so inconsistent yeah it's human it's very human but it's not something you can really engage in with good faith because these niggas are all over the place and everything i just said pick a side mostly comes down to liking or not liking somebody mm-hmm. and I don't even mean disliking. I mean, not liking. As in, I never heard this man until three seconds ago. I've decided to ruin his life. Because I don't like him. I don't know him. Right. And and doing this is a thing for me. So, I agree with you. I think about that all the time. Whenever I hear somebody say they wouldn't like... And I never tell... I'm, I'm never going to tell you to, to watch something or not watch something. But if you tell me, like, oh, I don't watch football because... Ben Roethlisberger was is a rapist or something. That's if if you said that to me, I wouldn't be like, you know, I mean, what about the other teams? I'm just like, okay, cool, that's your line, right? But then when you later on are like, anyway, so I was watching basketball. I'm like, somebody definitely like, I don't know if you heard, but statistically, it's impossible. I don't know why we want to live in this bubble where none of this shit is happening. Somebody did something you just don't you either want to know or you don't want to know but the idea that you're walking around thinking everything's squeaky clean until you're not that makes you the one that's naive and i'm not running around like a chicken with my head cut off because you're to live in a fantasy land my personal thing is like people do horrible shit all the time whether they get second chance or not right i'm that's i'm not trying to virtue signal with my consumption you know it's just not that's not my thing i don't need that i don't need you to think good of me because i don't watch woody allen movies right i don't watch woody allen movies because i don't like woody allen movies i could sure i could get some extra credit and you could be like because you are a good person it's like Mm -hmm. not really true because i'm pretty sure i'm gonna watch something at some point that some motherfucker has done some ain't shit shit in and i was like yeah i enjoyed that show and i wasn't even thinking about that shit when i watched it Yeah, for
2: some things this is a folk i don't consume it anyway and a lot of people don't admit they don't consume the shit like so it's not really a boycott if you don't consume it
1: Uh, orlando says good evening rod i have a question about the ads in the episodes if you can't answer the question i totally understand i wanted to know do you know if you all get ad revenues from ads even if they're not being streamed the reason i ask is if because i use podcast Addict and download all the episodes i usually skip the ads but i wanted to know if that affects y'all's revenue i wouldn't think that ad trackers would still be able to track or download episodes but if they are i can stop skipping them thanks for your time and i appreciate all your hard work tell karen i said hello as well take care
2: hey baby i'm right here hey
1: first of all orlando this is like the sweetest email okay that you even care about right is amazing to me personally I think if you download something, or even if you get it through, like, Apple Podcasts, uh, the platform we use, which is uh, which is Anchor, pay Spotify for Podcasts now, mm-hmm. Spot, they can't tell whether you listen to it or not if down. it's not on Spotify. Right. If you listen on Spotify, they can actually tell to the second if you skip the ad. I can literally go look at the playing uh of each episode and the numbers when they dip when we have an ad and when y'all come back or when we play music and y'all um the thing for me is um if we wanted it to look like a straight line we could do no ads no musical interludes and just you know and no segments that people might find to be a bummer or you know no stories that people might want to skip no long winded conversations but I feel like at the end of the day I didn't make a podcast to become like a robot and get the most listeners and the most ad numbers ever so if y'all skip y'all skip you know if um i if it's not even on spotify they can't even tell and it won't matter we get paid a flat rate for that it's not as much obviously but we get paid a flat rate Mm -hmm. and as far as spotify i mean even if y'all do skip on spotify it's not up to me you know what i mean like i get it i when i listen to shows i skip around shit sometimes too so it's just we're all human, we all got a limited amount of time. It's very sweet that you cared, but oh, don't worry about it. Thank
2: you, baby.
1: Uh is right in When you do clownery LOL. Hey Rod and Karen. I seen a lot of coverage and discussion on the dude that leaked documents in a Discord chat and thought maybe I should share my different perspective. Maybe I'll write something more in depth in the blog. I like that you just wrote up here to use us as your blog. I like that. Ah! I, I don't even know if we talked about this nigga at all on the show. <laughs> uh the new leaker that was posting the government's documents on discord is clearly different from snowden and manning posting rando docs over the course of a year to impress your underage friends in a discord chat ain't the same as sending specific types of documents around the topic of government corruption and abuse through secure channels to official reporters who then review the documents before publishing oh yeah we definitely didn't talk about this shit i don't know any of these facts you just saying so (laughs) this is i this is low-key like just i think you just wanted to have some friends talk talk about it all right well well, you know what this was this was on your heart let's just go ahead and do it okay also they keep saying Snowden's leaks are going to hurt people in the field but the only time i heard the news confirmed deaths of agents was when trump got in office so there's that i don't okay also i'm wondering Ah, ah. i'm not trying to be a dick it's just we literally didn't talk about
0: this
1: (laughs) and i don't want to be like even more of a dick but if we didn't talk about it probably because we didn't care that much (laughs) like we didn't go into depth we was like a nigga was leaking some shit that's crazy anyway coming up next uh like you gonna get all the facts dame helen mirren had them thighs out at the beach we probably talked about that longer and also i'm wondering if this new leaker is indirectly a result of them having had troubles recruiting younger people due to their unethical, maybe even illegal, but human laws are squishy due to public opinion behaviors. This was one of the results of the Snowden leaks, but I suspect anyone that worked on or knew the internet's infrastructure would have saw the low-hanging fruit for the world spy agencies, i.e. a few cables in the ocean got everybody internet traffic. But some might have hoped the gentleman's agreement, for lack of a better phrase, in the sense of not wanting to short- stop a global emp- globally empowering system that's also connected to the financial system
2: just turn left.
1: but hey maybe I'm just too sensitive and spoiled to be okay with the continued and in some case drastic erosion of our privacy by colonial imperial governments or just rich folks that then will sell the data and use it to create AI manipulative programs I should have had some gummies before this show I'm <laughs> I'm not nearly high enough for this <laughs> but on a positive note even though this whole saga is a personal privacy has taken place without consent votes of the governed until the last couple of years in some states they have made some changes since those leaks in regards to their mass surveillance fine although more could be done full disclosure i do work in the data space all right well hey good for you man we mm-hmm. love us love and people being employed uh in the mail this week now this was not in our post box because i didn't go to check the post box i Mm -hmm. need to do that Mm -hmm. but in the mail this week we did get something because i ordered from one of my favorite places born beautiful naturals um and they're um they're based in the uk Mm -hmm. um and so i use their products for my beard um and uh it works every time okay um and she's a fan of the show katie and writes in all the time um i forget her twitter name i feel like she has two but anyway uh there i was out of this spray for my beard and so i went ahead and ordered it but i guess she literally can see like our names when we order stuff sometimes
2: <laughs> So they don't be on the, and i the never yeah
1: appearance. and like i never order it Like, I never try to make a big deal. Like, I never Mm try to get shit for free. Like, hey, girl, Mm -mm. I'm about to put in an order. I'm going to need some of that not-free moisturizing detangling spray if you know what's up, shouty. I'll pay. This is not an ad read. This is not a sponsorship. This is just straight up, uh, I use this product, and I wasn't Mm -hmm. even really thinking that deep about it. And I got it, and she sent a note that says, hello to my faves. Thank you for continuing to support my little business since i miss karen's birthday please find uh one of our please find one of our new signature toiletry bags she can use on one of the upcoming trips you better take her on smiley face or for the next trip to nyc love you both katie at number one feeling uh that is the thing and then she got you this born beautifuls bags so you can pack it whatever you put your toiletries in your Oh you know, shit. I don't
2: know what a toiletry bag
1: is. You know like uh stuff that you use in the bathroom, you oh, know okay. and and like I don't know you can use it for probably makeup, a bunch of stuff.
2: Ooh, yeah. You know?
1: So, yeah, thank you. We appreciate um all of that. Now, listen, I'm going to get out of here before the government surveillance and the third state of the uh, you know, of the of the surveillance agenda uh comes down on our show okay we don't know what's being heard ah! we got people in the data space you know they data mining you know what i'm saying third party oligarchs are capitalizing on the data and then just selling our information wholesale all willy-nilly but you don't want to talk about that y'all not ready for that truth I, okay because the black public space when you on a white man's platform like crowdcast you don't know what's gonna happen no okay so let me hop off of here before we get into an international incident okay well i'm gonna see you guys on the discord thread you know what i'm saying let me know what the documents say let me know joe byron and them is all up in our dms all right we'll talk to you tomorrow or throughout the rest of the week until then i love you i love
2: you too